You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome in. I'm Sierra Goodwill here with Keith Smith, who wrote a great piece recently with the Celtics blog that gives an outside perspective into the Boston Celtics. Now, he asked a lot of NBA league executives and scouts about their opinions about different areas of the Celtics. And we're going to focus in on Kemba Walker and Gordon Hayward, because I think the consensus about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum was overwhelmingly positive, as we would expect it to be. But there was one interesting comment when you asked about how you how they view the Celtics as contenders. And there, someone made a comment that said, I don't know if when Jalen and Jason are at their peak that Kemba and Hayward will still be super valuable. Do you think that that was an interesting point? Yeah, it was because it says to me that that the view around the league is that Tatum and Brown are still a year or two away from being really at their peak. And that's that's not unfair. They're they're in year four and year three. So I think it is going to take them a little bit of time to to get to that peak. And then as far as Kemba and Gordon Hayward go, there are they're older guys, not not old by any means and not, you know, on their way out. But by that point, they're probably starting to come down from from their their side. They're probably starting to slide down. So it's a little bit of ships passing in the night. I think there there was another um, uh, comment in the in the piece, an article that I thought made a lot of sense was with Kemba is as soon as Tatum and Hayward or Tatum and Brown rather are able to be be kind of be the man or be the, the co-man, I guess, would be the best way to put that. Um, you know, Kemba can be, maybe he becomes even more efficient because now he's just kind of playing off the two of them. And that's what I think the Celtics envisioned a little bit with, with the, the that signing. And and clearly the goal there was to bring him and Hayward in as guys who, who can function with less touches. They don't need the ball a lot, unlike Kyrie Irving, who was, you know, he's always at best with the ball in his hands. And, and I think the idea was, hey, we want to turn this over to the kids a little bit and get Get a couple guys, you know, who can really fit around them. And I think the roster construction makes a lot of sense in that re- respect. And a couple of people hinted at the fact that they thought Kemba Walker might be slowing down this season. Obviously, Kemba's experienced more issues with injury than ever before this season. He was overwhelmingly healthy during his time in Charlotte. Do you think that plays into the fact of people being a little bit more down on Kemba this season? Or do you think he really is slowing down? Yeah, I, I think there's a a little bit of recency bias in there where, you know, we just saw him and he was dealing with the knee injury and Drew had been dealing with that for let's say about a quarter of the way into the year and all the way up until the season went on pause. So I, I do think there is 
there there is that thought in there and there's always those worries with the smaller guards once the legs if they start to have problems that that can be a thing you know for the rest of their career but i think boston has shown a willingness with these guys to really manage them through things and i think part of the reason why they try to build a good deep roster is so you have the ability to do that you want to be able to sit kemba out uh you know from time to time when you need to and not have have too much worry so I, i I find it hard to say he's slowing down because he was so good when he did play. And it's not like he missed half the season or anything. You know, he, he had the scary neck injury that cost him a couple games. And that was, you know, but that was a fluke thing that came out of nowhere. And then the knee, yeah, it cost him some time, but he didn't miss a ton of time. So I'm not too worried about it. When it comes to Gordon Hayward, obviously, he's been a little bit streaky this season, but pretty solid for the most part. But a lot of things revolved around sacrifice when it comes to Hayward, because when the league is so high on Brown and Tatum, is Gordon Hayward willing to take that third, third, fourth role on the team in order to win? Do you think Hayward is willing to sacrifice that? Yeah, I think he absolutely is. My perspective with Gordon Hayward has always been that he's a very realistic guy about who he is and where he's at in his career. And I think he came to Boston with ideas of, I'm going to kind of be the man here along with Isaiah Thomas. And then when they got Kyrie, I think he quickly realized, all right, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Robin now he's Batman and that's, that's okay with me And that. Not, not Robin, his wife, but Robin, the superhero um, <laughs> I, that never put that together until just now. Um, but then, then I think uh, with, with Hayward now it's, I think the realization was when he missed the entire season, Tatum and Brown really were like, wow, they we've got something here in these kids, and they're they're going to be quicker. It's not going to be a three, four, or five year project with these guys. They're going to be ready right away. And last year, I kind of throw last year out for everybody in a lot of respects. It was such a mess. No, it was just they, there were too many miles to feed, and it didn't go well. But I think this year, what you've seen with Gordon Hayward is when he slots into that third, fourth role on the team, he is he's so overqualified for it, but it allows him again to be super efficient. He's had one of the best shooting seasons we've seen from a Celtic in quite a while. He's nearly a 50, 40, 90 guy. He is, you know, doing a lot as a playmaker. His defense is still really good. And I think the question of is does his attitude and mindset allow for him to be that fourth guy or third guy? I think the answer is yes and i think you're gonna see with the celtics when you have four guys somebody's always kind of missing you know whether it's due to injury or just resting somebody or someone has an off night so there's always going to be enough opportunity for him to step into a little bit more of a leading role and i don't think he's the kind of guy who is i gotta be the man i gotta go somewhere because i i just don't think that was ever the case for him i think he came to boston to win and i think if to win means take a little bit of a lesser role stat wise but still have a huge impact i think he's perfectly content with that well, for some new interesting perspectives on the Boston Celtics, check out Keith's article on the Celtics blog. And for all of our Celtics coverage, check it out on our website at clnsmedia.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Celtics All Access. How are you going to come out of this lockdown when it's over? If you're like all the people I know, you sure as heck won't be any lighter than going into it. I get it, though. You're stuck inside some, if not zero, exercise and have no idea how to curb your food cravings. So you eat. Not that eating is a bad thing, unless 
all you're eating are bad things. Instead of packing on the pounds while social distancing, lose weight with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Receive the same great coaching, but virtually. A body composition analysis scale, access to over 1,000 recipes, and the tools to both curb cravings and feel fulfilled. Join Kendrick Perkins, Cedric Maxwell, Scott Zolak, Kyle Draper, and the thousands of others who made a 180 with their health by finding the solution for weight loss, Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Fast, sustainable weight loss without the gym or medications. Log on to awaken180weightloss.com, choose the location nearest you, and start your journey virtually.